Oh, uh, quick update, Dev. Uh, Kieran hasn't got a date on Friday, but he won't tell oh, have us you? anything about the girl apart from she's making vegetarian chili. Oh, and she lives in a school as well. That, that, I mean, that, that seems like enough to go on for me to say, <laughs> Key, don't bother. <laughs> I, I, don't know, I don't know what you're so scared of, though. I don't know why you can't. I'm not, it's not, I'm not scared of telling you. I'm scared of saying it and then jinxing it. You're scared of the universe. Yeah. You've got to face the universe head on, mate. You know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, you know what? I'll give you the benefit of the doubt this time. And good luck for Friday. Good luck. Thank you, mate. Thank you. Should we dive in? Yep. Let's go. Key's got all night, by the way, guys. Key has got all night. We take this slow then. We take this slow. No, I absolutely not got all night. He just doesn't want to be here. He has nowhere else to be. He just doesn't want to be here. So no one you, wants to be if, here. If, if you want to go over it a few times, Dev, get a bit comfortable with the script, <laughs> then, you know. How now, brown cow? How now, brown cow? How now, brown cow? How now, brown cow? Key, How now, brown key? Cow? if you yeah. can answer me this one literature question, you can go home early. Mm. What's a contronym? A what, what, what? A contronym. Sounds more like a grammar question than a literature question. Okay, what's a contronym? Couldn't tell you, to be honest. <laughs> well, we're into the night, boys. We're in the long haul now, Key. You've signed us all to this. Oh. Where have you learned? Uh, I have an app which gives me a daily fact, and sometimes I just like to shoot the shot, you know? So an, a contronym is where it has two it's definitions. It's a word with two opposite meanings. Like bolt, for example. Bolt, it means secure something, or it means as well to flee the opposites. Wow. They're not opposites. The yeah, but, I mean, contronym. they have opposite they connotations. Not, they don't they? not the opposite of what you there. I think left is one as well. I don't know why left is because you left something and you're also leaving. That's a yeah. Contronym. So it turns out it's a word for an actual thing that doesn't exist. So fuck you, Ed. You're still staying for the night, key. A packed for on. Okay. Well, given that given that key has consigned us all to a holy uh, night of podcasting, I'm, I'm just going to no go through a few. <laughs> A few mouth warm-ups, if that's okay. I'll start with my S's and shit sounds. Should saucy sharks seek shelter soon? The sixth, sick, sheep, sick, sheep, sick. She sits in shine shoes, and when she sits, she shines all day. I'll do my crisp B's and BL sounds now. Baron Beacon beckons Bacon Baron. A big black bug bit a big black bear, and the big black bear bled blood. Do that no, one again. You didn't get it right. That one's good. That was good. Back, yeah, this, this big black bug bled blue black blood while the other black bug blue no, bled blue. Oh, again. One more time. One a more big... time. We've got <laughs> good enough time. Right. Hang on. I've got to do tip of the tongue. R and th. <laughs> Round the rugged rocks the ragged rascals ran. Roscoe the rum runner rubbed out Rudy the rat for ruining his rum running receipt. Wait, did someone just rubbed someone off. Who <laughs> <laughs> rubbed off Rooney? <laughs> now for my M's and N's. Imagine an imaginary menagerie manager. Imagining managing an imaginary <laughs> manager. That's, that's amazing. What is it? Imagine an imaginary menagerie manager? <laughs> yeah, imagining managing an imaginary menagerie. Thank you. <laughs> Imagine mm. an imaginary menagerie manager. Imagine an imaginary menagerie manager. Imagining managing an imaginary menagerie. Boys, we've got a podcast no. title. <laughs> <laughs> right. Christ. Keith's key fed now, up for that. What time is it? There's a subtle difference between W's and wh- I'm leaving. Which, <laughs> which wine when the wine was spilled I'm on the wailing whale? 
Hello and welcome to week three of the Moonu podcast. No money, no know-how. Uh, I'm Dev, I'm the host of this podcast and with me I have Ed. Hello again. Key. Hello. And Josh. Oh, it's good to be back. Isn't it? It feels like, how long has it been since we were last here? Three weeks. Three weeks. Three weeks, but of course uh, for you, the audience. Yeah. Only one week. <laughs> Who, who are obviously listening to this back to back? It'll be it'll have been but a minute since we were last singing uh, words of wisdom into your ear holes. Uh, this this week the podcast is going to be about our actual product, the product that we are going to be using to get Moonu up and off the ground as a as a sustainable and environmentally friendly company. Um, I'll just quickly give a brief overview for any new listeners um, as to who we are and what we're doing. We are four. 20-somethings looking to start a business which is offering information uh, and, and guidance on how to live an eco-friendly and sustainable lifestyle and we will also be offering a bit of information and guidance on what it's like to start um, start up a new, a new business and, and kind of work through the motions uh, with us. We're still in the middle of this this COVID struggle actually we're coming out the back of it. Business is starting to resume, shops are due to open. Hey Ed, yeah, you've um, you're you're now actually recording from a new flat, aren't you? I am. Yes, that's how you got that that lovely crisp, clean audio. It has it has been a long time coming, thanks to COVID nineteen. It's a bit of a shell. I'm not going to lie. And any, it needs um, some... You got any tips for first time movers? So. Um, uh, no, hang on, hang on, hang on. You have to listen to our other podcast. Um, yeah. No money, no house. <laughs> 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 Um, so, so this podcast is going to be about our, our initial product, the subscription box that we're going to be putting out um, to kind of get Munu up and off the ground. Uh, so we're going to be going through, you know, uh, what our new selling point is. Uh, do we do we even have one? Um, why we actually are, are running with the subscription box? Ed, do you, want, do you want to initially just tell us why we actually chose a subscription box? Yeah, I think we touched on it very briefly, but we've got. If you give a bit more information, uh, this yeah, time, I, I can go a bit briefly over it. So, um, I'd, I'd say subscription boxes have been around for about a decade now. Um, essentially, they are what they are. You you pay a subscription fee, and then once a month, once every two weeks, you know, once every year, in some cases, a uh, some products are delivered to you to your door. Um, often within a theme um themes can be most common ones are like men's razor blades beauty boxes coffee beans and whatnot i mean they're 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 growing up massively i think places like amazon even do their own subscription well yeah i mean they sponsor other people walmart got their own target have got their own i know the american but um a lot of places do i i think i'm looking i've got a a couple of stats here um the the post office the royal mail who obviously i mean are, are going to be the handlers for a lot of these a lot of these packages that come in the post um you know they, they forecast the value of the subscription box market in 2022 to be one billion pounds yeah it's massive so you know i it's think big well, like a share of that one yeah it is <laughs> oh yeah well we want we want our 0.0001% of that bad boy Someone do the math on that. What's the value of our company? About ten grand. <laughs> oh, that's not bad. You figure that out. <laughs> I'll take that. That's good. Definitely not. That's good. Uh, it's good. It's true though. Yeah, it's true though. I think with subscription boxes, it's almost paradoxical. As in, more is less. Stats that really stood out to me were a quarter of all consumers are 
subscribe to a box. And then yeah. when you look at London specifically, that goes up to like just over 50%, I think. Wow. Yeah. So just over half of the consumer population in London is already signed up to a subscription service. That would make you think it's going to be more than a billion then, doesn't it? The it's just, value. I, I just can't get my head around that. Uh, what is our what is our USP and how are we going to stand out in the market? So um, Munu overall, our business focus is to be able to deliver a service and products that both reflect luxury and are sustainable without, you know, costing an arm and a leg. You know, traditionally sustainable products have cost a lot more than, you know, cheap alternatives that use plastic because of the manufacturing processes. And that's fine. That's, that's the way the world was. But as manufacturing processes quickly change, new renewable materials are available, including bamboo. Um, well, I don't know why I said including bamboo. Anyway, the point is, <laughs> the, the point is there are... It does include bamboo. It does include bamboo. You would have liked a few more <laughs> suggestions. <laughs> including bamboo, the most Ed, commonly Ed, known of all the alternatives to plastic. <laughs> name three more. Other sustainable materials. Hemp. Yeah. Organic cotton, actually, organic cotton no, is still quite not. bad. No, um, bad. Hemp, I would say um, wood. What pandas eat? Bamboo. Bamboo. <laughs> <laughs> no. So the the point is, I was we 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 discussed this in the previous two weeks, but when we did have a look at these sustainable boxes, we knew they existed. But you're right, we wanted USP to stand out. And for us, yes, we still wanted to be competitive in line with their, you know, pricing. So we didn't want our box to be priced way above, but we wanted to have sort of that luxury feel to it, that premium quality to it. Um, and so that sort of defined our USP as in we want to be able to deliver a sustainable product at a decent price, but you're not compromising on the luxury element. You're not getting, you know, nothing for your money. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. Um, and one of our one of the mottos that you know we kind of c- come up with, and I'm, I I know I'm going to butcher this because I wasn't the uh, the the you know, the person who came up with it. I think it was Josh or maybe even Key um, who came up with the you know it, it doesn't have to be expensive to to feel good. You know, like, that, you, <laughs> you have to. I think that's I know I was going to butcher. What is it? Paraphrase. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, go on. Well, go on then, Josh. Give us, a, give us the, uh, give us the, the, the spiel. Owning nice on. things doesn't have to cost the planet or your wallet. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's pretty much what I said in a, in a less sexual manner. That is our USP, right? In a more sexual manner, in a way. That, that what, what, what Josh said there was was far more eloquently put, and is is far more representative of, of what we want to become as a, as a brand. And another thing that I was going to say, another kind of unique sound point of ours, I think, is that we actually we're aiming to educate our, our customers, aren't we? Hopefully, That's very to some true, extent, yes. you know, we, we it's all well and good having a nice a nice product, and and yeah. it would also be nice to know where these have come from and how you're positively impacting the world. Is, is something really actually genuinely important to us. That's why we yeah, want to do this. Exactly. Well, that, that's another exactly. of like our core values, isn't it? Like absolute transparency through everything. Um, you know, from ingredients uh, in the products themselves to where we source the products and the working practices that went into making them, like the whole thing. 
I, I think yeah. the customer has a right to know. Um, yeah, okay. So, I mean, it is worth bearing in mind that we have actually done a lot of research. You know, it, it, it can be quite easy to think of us as just kind of four Muppets who sit down once a week and, and talk absolute nonsense. I mean, we are that. To one another. Oh, yeah, we are. Yeah. But do behind not, us, we do have not got mistake us. Yeah, <laughs> don't underestimate our nonsery. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nonsensory. Nonsensical <laughs> behavior. <laughs> the first time, right? <laughs> um, but we do have some, yeah. You know, we have we do have a, a pretty good understanding of, of how the market's going to evolve, what what we need to succeed in there. I mean, sure, sure enough, this isn't a uh, a done and done deal. This isn't a, a surefire thing. But I think we've got I think we've got a good understanding. I mean, Keith, you, you've got a pretty firm firm grasp on you know some of the because i say you you are into your male grooming and stuff aren't you uh, you look you look very you're, you're very well kept you're very nice nicely trimmed oh, thank you very much nice skin um <laughs> I, I would wear nice your skin, skin like a suit <laughs> <laughs> your skin would look better on me boy <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, have you got any insights into because because one of the things that the post office also the Royal Mail also said regarding subscription boxes was that um, the male grooming sector specifically, you know, kind of like the uh, Harry's Razor and Dollar Shave Club is is an expanding is is an expanding sector and has is kind of well has the potential to 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 really take off um, in in you know, in upcoming years. Uh, and I was just wondering, Key, you know, how, how you felt about that? Because, as I said, you know, you are a, you know, you, you take care of yourself, unlike the rest of us. Uh, Josh, to be fair, you take care of yourself. I don't really. <laughs> what about me? Uh, I, I mean, Ed, the, the, the day that you stop wearing cotton gloves to take the sweat off your palms, the day I'll consider you a good <laughs> <laughs> It's genetic, okay. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, go on, Key, go on. What you got to say about that? Uh, well, I think, I think the reason is like subscription boxes help you to really hone in on what it is you you need from a massive, massive like sea of products. Like with male grooming, same with you know a lot of other industries. There's just so many things to go into. You've got moisturizers, you've got toners, you've got acid peels, you've got all these insane things that a lot of men, I think particularly men, don't quite know how to use I was going to say I, I mean I haven't heard of any of those things that you just said there you've never heard of moisturiser what the hell is that <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the reason that things like male skincare that it's a good industry to be kind of transferred to boxes uh, is because it helps it just helps you to pick out what you need from a massive massive sea of products so yes. do you think do you think then it's convenient I think definitely yeah well it's not even so you know when you go like online shopping and it's just like like 12 pages of just products that all look the same as one another and you're not sure what makes one thing different to another and all this kind of stuff it's good to have people at one at the end at the other end of the subscription box who know what it is that you need and who know and who know how to pick the good products from the bad products i think another thing with skincare is that people think a lot of it is just doesn't work and i'm sure that you know it's probably true it's good to have someone who's like a little bit, who's like an independent person picking out the products who they think that they think are good. 
Yeah, so there, there, there are two, two like valid points that you've touched on there. So the, the first one being, it's nice to have uh, you know, uh, someone or something uh, which has kind of come to you and it's already what it, what it needs to be before yeah. you have to make any kind of conscious choice. So, you know, you've got oily skin or something like that, you can get a box which is going to treat yeah. your oily skin. Yeah. Uh, and then secondly, like you say, that the, the personal touch of it, yeah. that, that feeling well, that you have got someone who's looking out for you. And that's the thing as well. It's like with our with our box, it's like we're not selling community products. It's not like you can trust that we're picking the things that are best because we haven't got any reason not to. You know, we're unbiased. Yeah, right? of that's, course. That's, yeah, that's, that's true. What it comes down to one thing: if we were selling community products, then you kind of be a bit justified in thinking, "Oh well, is the be- is this the best thing I can get on the market?" Yeah, they're just they're just pumping their own product. Yeah, exactly. But we're not doing that. We're we're choosing the products that we think are good because we like them, not because of anything else and we're yeah, spending a yeah. while doing that as well aren't we you know it's not oh, like yeah. we're doing a quick google search you've got you know bloody spreadsheets and spreadsheets full of well yeah. we're doing the legwork aren't we really we're um like like what you you were saying key um we, we find the products um yeah. so well, it's, like, it's like with this deodorant article that i've been talking about for the last two weeks <laughs> <laughs> the reason it's taking me so long to do it is because i'm i've bought bloody all these deodorants and I'm testing them all out myself. So I think it's definitely a reflection on why the subscription market's booming as well. People genuinely don't want to spend all this time looking for products because there's so many marketing techniques out there, isn't there? There's so many products in different marketing ways. People just want to be told what's the best for this best price. Like I have X amount to spend. What's the best product? Yeah. And I mean, there's so much to be said for like choosing what products you want, but also there's a lot to be said for someone else just going through the market and telling you what's best. Exactly, Josh. You, you know, Josh again, and Key, the pair of you. I, 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 do you drink coffee at all? I do. Yes. Do you? Okay. Yes. Well, I actually I detest coffee. I think it's I think it's boiled shit in a cup. If I'm honest. Um, <laughs> well, you probably have better I mean, shits than us than that. Then. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, actually, his. You know, there, there's a species of cat. Um, in, uh, oh yeah, they, they, they eat yeah, the and eats the beans and they pick it out the poop. Yeah. Uh, so. That. Well, one of you know one of the things that I've seen, um, you know, just in in day to day living, because uh, I'm I actually am alive. I'm not dead. Um, <laughs> just for just for clarification, I just, yeah, just day to day living like the rest of the humans do. Um, is, is that you know these uh, coffee coffee subscription boxes are, are becoming quite uh, quite popular. Yeah, I have one of those. Oh yeah, okay. So I mean, so what's what's the gig there then? What what I mean, because if you if you uh, do you know do you know a lot about coffee? I don't. And that's the reason I got it. It's like, I mean, I like coffee in the same way that three quarters of us here do. But I don't. I think and it's the same with most coffee drinkers. I don't know all that much about it. Same with like wine, for example. You know, I like wine, but I couldn't tell you realistically. Apart, you know, I might be able to say that I like this or I like that, but I don't know loads and loads about it. Um, so there's such, so many things on offer that I just thought, you know what, there's this company who just, they send you a different coffee, coffee every month. And, um, it, it's fairly cheap as well. It costs me something like seven quid, something like that a month. And I, the way I justify that is that if you go out and get a coffee from, you know, Starbucks, or whatever, get two of those and that's. So the coffee retailers are available. Yeah, they are. Yeah, <laughs> like true. Cafe Nero, the 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 unsung the unsung hero of the coffee world, I believe. 
Caffeine Hero. Caffeine Hero is really good. If you've got like yeah. O2 deals, you get a free coffee on Wednesday. Yeah, I use, I, but I use my orange uh, my orange Wednesdays to go to the cinema rather than the coffee shop. Orange Wednesdays? Is that still... That's not a thing. No, no. That, that, that stopped back in that. like... That stopped in like 1947. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to the coffee. Um, I think... It's, I say, it's just a, a way of just kind of narrowing down what's a massive market and it lets me find out what I like and what I don't like. And For like the casual drinker like you, yeah, but it doesn't really matter. Like it's just nice to have... Yeah, it's nice to try new things. And try nice something to... different. And it comes with like yeah. the thing where like saying, oh, this one has notes of bloody orange or caramel or whatever it's nice to be able to taste it like, oh yeah you know what i can taste it <laughs> okay that's fair so so then my next question is did you start that subscription during lockdown i did actually yeah okay uh Ed, josh have you started subscription research <laughs> yeah have you guys started subscriptions since lockdown at all have you i have not or, Ed, do you even have a subscription box subscription uh, I used to have at one point. I used to do You're a, a false. beer one. Get out of here. Sorry. <laughs> I used to Josh, do a beer one, it? genuinely. Oh, yeah? yeah. What, like yeah. A, an IPA yeah, thing? Yeah, it was, it, was like it was like a world beer one. You could select like dark ale or just only light ales. It, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't the cheapest, I'm not going to lie. It, it, was about, it worked out about £2 for a bottle of beer, which, you know, granted, if you go Tesco or somewhere for a, a nice bottle, you'd look to pay something like yeah, that. Yeah, true. And you might not be tasting the world, like, like he was saying and Josh was saying, you know, you get, like, I, get I more of a, a wider a, experience. I used yeah. to have a vinyl subscription. That was pretty cool. Oh, did you? That's yeah. quite cool. So uh, every month they'd send you, like, uh, from, like, uh, up-and-coming indie bands and stuff, they'd send you vinyls through. So was, was it just indie bands? Uh, there, there were some bigger names, but it was it was mostly like up and coming. Um, but was it was like, it only indie band or could they send electronic music or? Yeah, so so, so it wasn't like one month you're getting like I don't know garage, and then one next you next month you're getting like soul, and then the next month you were getting like you know electro. Oh uh, no, no no no! Like it, it was it was pretty genre specific. Like I th- I think um, there's definitely an audience they were appealing to yeah um but it, it was cool it, it was a fun way to like sort of discover new music Do, yeah because you said you got your subscription box in uh during lockdown yeah I did. Do, do you think do you think that the attitude towards shopping has become a little bit more disinterested in in in, in by the way of people actually wanting to physically go out and handle the goods, uh, especially when there is such a massive selection. Or, or, or maybe, I'm, I'm hesitant to say it, and I'm certainly not saying that this is the case, but are, are, are shoppers getting like a little bit lackadaisical, a little bit more... I don't know, it's hard, it seems hard to say, isn't it, until like we've had like a, maybe a month or so of the lockdown being completely finished. Well, I mean, let's just say that when the shops did open, there was queues of bloody miles outside of Primarks yeah, and all exactly sorts of yeah, But then I also have read a lot of people saying that they've got no inclination to go to a restaurant anytime soon. Or Yeah. Um, so it's hard to say. I think people maybe have fallen in love a little bit with like their own homes and staying at Lifestyles home. have definitely changed. The rest, I think yeah, cooking, I think, cooking's become massive, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, cooking's a big thing, you know, and I say stuff like 
I know, for example, for example, with me getting coffee, you know, I've realised I'd much rather sit in and have a coffee than go out and have a coffee, you know. I don't know, I, I think it's going to be hard to say and you can't judge every consumer by the same metric. But I think it's definitely going to be, yeah, I think it's definitely going to be a movement towards people wanting to consume things from in their own homes rather than going out yeah. and doing so. You know, and you had people who hated shopping before. So, you know, especially now after all this, it's probably yeah. more people who hate shopping. So I think, I think it's, going be, it's going to be difficult to say until this is all over. But I think there's definitely um, kind of hints that that's the direction it's going in. I think I should say, like, it's probably less laziness and just more convenience. Like... Yeah, and I, well, I think, yeah, yeah, and I think it's something to take, it's something to do well, with people just like kind of being being more than they were before. They kind of do. You, do you think though, Josh, that it's it's convenience which has come as a result of people expressing their desire to want to stay at home and order online? You know that the, the high street's been dying for a long time now, hasn't it? You know, there's been massive declines in in footfall on the high street. Independent businesses have taken a massive hit. So do you, do you think that well, this has come again, as a result think, of people? I don't think um, like online shopping necessarily infers laziness. I think that is just convenience, though. I mean, it's not that people have stopped shopping. They're just shopping in different ways. I think it's, it's like a nice middle ground, isn't it? Because you've got like curated aspect of actual shops. You know, say you walk into a shop, they're not going to have like millions of things you can buy. There's like a certain number of things and you have to pick from them. Yeah. Right. And also it has the kind of convenience of online shopping. But say you go on online shopping, it's like I was saying, you know, if I went to look for a new t-shirt now online, I'd end up with like 14 tabs open and I wouldn't buy anything because I couldn't be asked to go through them. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it also has the, you know, say the convenience that online shopping does bring. And it's like, it's like you know... I always found when I was vegetarian that you when you went to a restaurant and it narrows down like fifty things on a menu to like three things on a menu. Yeah, it, you end up so much happier because you never like oh yeah. well, I wish I could have that. Mm. And I did want to touch uh, very briefly on uh, on our actual box itself and yeah. and product selection. Yeah, because uh, I mean fundamentally that is what is going to draw people into into the box, right? I know that you, you came up with a pretty slick model on how we were actually going to turn a profit um, yeah. on, our, on our boxes. So if you wouldn't mind ever so loosely going into that, uh, I'm very, sure that'd be very valuable for the Very loosey-goosey. Uh, loosey-goosey. We don't want to be giving away our secret recipe. You Absolutely know that not. actually, us, the four of us, we can't be in the same room at any one point in case the house <laughs> blows up and we all die. It's like the KFC <laughs> with the 11 herbs. Was it 11 herbs and spices? Yeah, they can't take the same. Three guys who know the secret herbs and spices. Yeah, but none of them know, none of them know all of them. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah, none of them know all of them. Um, they all they only know a few of them, and they can't all be in the same room together in case they all die. They, they just know like what like four spices each or something. I think I, so. Yeah. I think this is a myth. There's no way in the entire <laughs> manufacturing process that all oh, this shit, the cayman pepper. I mean, some red <laughs> spice has just been shipped to us. <laughs> no what, what's this? No, but it comes in big bags of pre-mixed herbs. Yeah, from where though? Someone must have mixed it. It's not going to be those three guys. Yeah, is it? it is. No, but what happens is they just they receive all the all the spices. They have one big pot in front of them, right? <laughs> and it goes to man one, and he puts in his four spices, and he stirs it all up, and then he ships it to guy number two, and he puts in his four and How ships it all up. Three guys who know the herbs and spices are on the production line. <laughs> <laughs> 
What? Who else is going to be there, Key? They have to be there. <laughs> they have no Other- choice. <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, there's going to be fucking millions of people. There's going to be fucking millions of people who know the, 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 the 11 herbs and spices. <laughs> no, I know that's what I'm saying. They ship the spices. They, they have many different... <laughs> They have many oh, different God. production lines. And they all just add their own little unique blend of herbs and spices. And then they ship it off to the next production line and the next person adds their little bit and so on and so forth. This is some well-travelled chicken, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's not the chicken, it's the spice. That's the 11th then... ingredient. <laughs> chicken. <laughs> A spice. <laughs> wow, this chicken's really hit me some, boys. <laughs> spice, boys. <laughs> no, sorry, Deb. So your question, yeah. yeah um, is, is how, how are we turning a profit? Product, well, it, it, it all comes down to like product selection. So, sorry. We actually have a few core values, don't we, which, which, our, product, which our products have to... Have to yeah, we've, we've, we've got them. Um, that's on the website, uh, basically, is what our product has to be. And as much as, you know, buying from local, you know, creators and artists is absolutely something everyone should be doing. Not only support local business, but the products tend to be more sustainable because they're less traveled. We wanted something that would change your lifestyle. It would change the way you do something. So if we were going to get, summarize that criteria then, the product criteria, yeah, it, it would boil it down to sustainably sourced, sustainably made, looks good, like great quality, yeah, and affordable. Exactly. That and, would be yeah. your criteria. And that will have like a long-standing benefit and, you know, can offer a change to your life, right? It's a long-term solution, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'd say that's sort of the criteria that every product that goes into the box. Dev should uh, just ask I mean, you that question, shouldn't you, Josh? Yeah. Well, I, I was going to. I was going to lead into that, but it's fine. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you like to give me a chance. We're all for equality here at Moonu. Yeah, exactly. Everyone gets their time all, all to speak. Getting a getting a time, you know. I know when to shut people up. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> there, there, there are time and places. There are time and places, um, but yeah, that, that's 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 definitely what our, our products are about. So it's it's a challenge. Yeah, exactly. It's definitely a challenge, but it, it is a challenge. It's one I think we've we've almost nailed for our first box. Yeah. So and and yeah, that 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 delicately circles back to what Key was saying about it's nice to have it's nice to have someone on the on the other end of, of you know, the other end of that product who's helping yeah. helping uh, to find products because it, there, you know there's a sea of knowledge out there. Yeah, um, it's not it's not all helpful, but it's it's good to have you know a few dedicated fishermen who are harpooning whales and bringing back the goods. Uh, <laughs> sustainably, by the way, yeah, sustainably <laughs> harvesting whales. <laughs> no, someone who studied animals for almost five um, years. Five years of my life. I would actually, I would say throw more plastic into the ocean so the, the sea creatures can eat it and use it to build themselves engines so they don't have to swim. <laughs> Oil, crude oil, plenty of that fruit in there. <laughs> Birds Hashtag can carry the crude BP. oil into the, into the, <laughs> the far reaches of the ocean. So dunk birds in crude oil, send them out to sea. You know, I heard, Dev. Uh, the Gulf of Mexico is a great place to start. You know, it was like uh, the 10 year anniversary <laughs> of that last month. Yeah. You can't call it an anniversary. You I'm didn't sorry. celebrate. It's not an yeah. anniversary. They celebrated by setting off a shitload of fireworks in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico, which engulfed <laughs> the sea. In flames. An anniversary is something that's not positive. 
uh, like the true, Titanic, true. the sink of the Titanic, yeah. and um, the death of Princess Diana. Two yeah. brilliant examples. Thank you, Dad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I, I'll say I, I thought of both of those without doing any Googling as well. I'm, I'm, I'm cultured. What can I say? Well, you thought of what happened in the past. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> what can I say? I'm an intellectual. <laughs> <laughs> Big brain time. <laughs> Oh dear. Um, what can I say? I browse Reddit now and then. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think we've rumbled rumbled enough, haven't we? Key's got his turkey dippers uh, on the table. I'll quickly summarise a few of the things that were said uh, in that podcast. Well, in all ramblings. Uh, Key has no spine. Josh has scoliosis. Ed has bendy bones. And I'm Dev Elkins. Peace. <laughs> bye guys thank you for listening <laughs> no, um, so yeah a few things that we, we, we touched on there um, so are, are, are subscription boxes the future the the Royal Mail seems to think so uh, and I think we're all we're all of a similar thought Nuno oh, certainly thinks so I should hope so Jesus Christ what's <laughs> yeah, this is a dead starter <laughs> Uh, and then lastly, we, we just went there quick, very quickly through, uh, Ed took us through our, our product selection process for, for the items which are going to be going in our, in our box. Um, does anyone have any, any concluding message they'd like to put out to the listeners? Um, I think the subscription <laughs> box, well, obviously the subscription box is massive. I'm, I'm actually excited for what we're about to do this week. Looking forward to the future. Yeah, I mean, just 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 watch the space, you know. Again, I think I think we're kind of getting our shit together. We're making uh, progress, know. essentially. We are making we are. progress. We are. So, um, so yeah, stick with us. We promise. We promise that that you know it will be a good ride. Um, but yeah, thank you very much for listening. It's always a pleasure to have you with us. Uh, so I think if everyone ever wants to sign themselves out, Ed, you go first. Thank you for listening, loyal listener. Key. Okay. I don't really have much to say. I just want to get this over as quickly as possible. Okay, Josh. <laughs> I would be amazed if anybody has listened this far. Okay, incredible. Well, big up. Uh, <laughs> it's always, always, nice to, always nice to have you with us. And uh, yeah, I'd say tune in next week where we'll be discussing more of, uh, more of Munu on No Money, No Know How. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.